Bobcast with Old Bay Brigade, hosted by Rooster and the Villain. Welcome to the Maryland Bobcast. We are finally, did the season finally like legitimately start? I know we had kind of a, the season has been going about two months. We've had three games, but I think it's here. Well, this is a one, this is a one game weekend because with the cancellation on Sunday, it was just the Bobcats and Albion playing. And they had to cancel the Albion match, so it's just the Bobcats playing this week. So it's we're in prime midseason Nisa form. Yes, although I prime think it picks up again, form. Right? Say it again. It picks up again, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think it's like two weeks, so we've got like five, like three or four matches per week for a couple of weeks. Oh, nice. But yeah, it's a it's a mess. Yeah, just like it. My daughter is just desperate to go to a game, which she finally gets to do next Saturday at the Plex. Michigan Stars, hope, hoping it's a beautiful night there. Yeah, so there's uh, two games on the 20th, one on the 21st. There's one on Wednesday, the 24th. There's two games on the 27th, uh, three games on the 27th, two on the 31st, two on June 3rd. They're spread out, but they're not bad. I mean, there's, what, eight or nine teams in this league. Dan Vaughn made a good point to say that this this should be a little more condensed. Well, yeah, I mean, let, let's. Uh, I do want to talk about the Knights Patreon a little bit, a little a little sad, but I do think Nisa play will pick up here in a bit, and maybe it won't be so sad. And I, for one, would I would very much miss if the Patreon turned away from Nisa. I look forward to my oh yeah, that's for sure. Week, but I understand if they want to stop. It makes makes a lot of sense. But let's do. Oh, hey, it's Alex <laughs> from the Old Bay Brigade um, here for another week of bullshit Nisa action. And uh, how are you today, Jake? Doing good. A um, little bit of a long day of work and then uh, chores for the wife. But I get to go. <laughs> I get to go home uh, like as in my hometown on Thursday. I fly back. So we'll be in the same time zone. Uh, don't think I'm going to make it up to Maryland, though. Nice. Going back to uh, North Carolina? You guys are more than welcome to. We can go surfing. The waves are going to be really good on Saturday, I think. I'm more of a float like a seal kind of guy. <laughs> You'll surf. Yeah. Body I mean, surf. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Are you still coming to Maryland this summer? I am, I am going to try for probably early fall. Okay. Um, the, uh, I was going to try to do the, the Brighton thing, like go see a Bobcats game on a Wednesday in Brighton on a Saturday in Philly, but I don't think I'm going to be able to swing that. So it'll probably be a weekend game, hang out with you guys. But speaking of old Bay Brigade, I noticed, uh, two of us have our scarves on. I know this is an uh, audio thing, but if you didn't get an old Bay Brigade scarf, then, you know. What's wrong with you? Yeah, you're missing out. Uh, yeah, he's got the OG one. Alex has his old one. But yeah, the new ones look nice. Uh, you'll see him at the Plex this Saturday. Quality. The the thinner material was a good idea, I think. These are very comfortable. Yeah, and that, that gave us the chance to put all the pattern work on it. We would have had to pick two colors, two colors total, if we mm-hmm. went with the, the standard scarf. And going with the lightweight scarf, we could do all the color on the on the uh, on the crest, and we could do the bar scarf on the backside. 
which was a request of um, uh, the Buzzer Point Social Boys. The bar scarf on the back, like a little bit of uh, old school stuff to throw around. Oh, yeah, uh, so they suggested the uh, yellow and black stripes. On yep. the back. I love that side, actually. it's uh, I think that's probably the side I'll go with when I'm, when I'm holding it up at the Plex. Yeah. We'll see. I like both. God damn it, the Orioles lost. Fuck off. Uh, what else is new, Alex? Get over it. <laughs> Oh, I was watching it. Otani almost hit the ball to the. Uh, he almost hit it to, onto Utah Street. Those last little God. gates stopped him. He smoked God it. Damn. That dude's a freak. Yeah, he's unreal. Yeah. Um, so baseball, I just start wanting to go to sleep. I want to go to. Sleep. Let's go down this line because we've got a, a list of things to talk about here. So first things first, I'm going to let the mastermind behind this mess um, of the Bobcast live. Uh, Jake, go ahead and run on that one. Um, that was uh, for everyone that tuned in, including my dad, who doesn't have a uh, a Twitch account, so he said he couldn't comment. He said that was probably for the best. But thanks for coming <laughs> out. Thanks for watching us live. We were live on Twitch. It was sort of a test run. Um, the next time will be done through Alex's OBB account, and we will try to link it to, uh, to some other social media like Twitter or Instagram, and we'll uh, – We'll start recording there. And uh, one more thing I wanted to do, too, was on the Discord. I need to put it out on the Discord next time. Um, I noticed some of the folks from there came out and hung out with us and got to look at my crotch every time Bobcat scored. So um, probably I mean, find a better. Everybody can be so lucky. Uh, I probably have to find a better uh, a better camera placement. Just so that I'm not hip thrusting into the camera every you time we get a get second a camera and just start an only OnlyFans. Yeah, there we go. For one, your dad can be your only fan, not OnlyFans. <laughs> like he hasn't seen. I'm really before. sorry, Bill, if yeah. you're listening. I'm sure you don't waste your time listening to this, Bill. But if you are, we apologize. Oh, no, it's like it's like him, him and my grandpa. Like the biggest fans. Oh no! Is Bill, sir, grandpa's gonna think we're dirtbags. Uh, my dad used to surf. Um, I think he kind of lost interest in it or whatever. He hasn't done it in a while, but um, my dad was a really good longboarder. Mm. Nice, nice. Bill Kennedy on the longboard. If uh, if you guys come up to Maryland, I do surf. Although I usually surf in Jersey. Yeah, but, uh, I, I get it. As an Jersey. older man now, like I'm more inclined to stay out of the water. The older I get, Jersey yeah. is where we draw the line. I'm, waves, I'm hoping to get to this game. You never know. Mm. Or maybe see John Howard Fusco walking around the Jersey Shore. <laughs> Just run into him while you're walking. You know yeah. what's funny is he's he's from Jersey, right? I believe there so. was this. There used to be this like uh, this cartoon strip, and I remember my dad had like you know how they had like the Calvin and Hobbes collection books or whatever. It was called the Fusco Brothers. And they were from Jersey, and they had a pet wolverine that everyone thought was a dog. <laughs> Maybe it's related. I don't, it seems like the type of guy that might have that running in his family. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he seems like the suspicious type of fella that you find some weird information about. Like that whole theory that he – that the theory that they discussed on the pod that one day, that it's just all in John Howard Fusco's head, and he's just got two puppets, Dan and Dan, that he's talking to. <laughs> it's just all per- one personality. It's just s- slow sobbing behind a microphone. Oh man, that that's gold. I, shout out to uh, Knights Who Say Nisa, of course. Even though Dan Vaughn hates the Bobcats, it's still a 
Wonderful. For the love of God, please don't stop covering the league. Yes, please don't stop. You're the reason all of us love the league, so please don't stop covering the league. It needs people like you guys. It needs people that care because clearly the inside doesn't care. All these players, all these players on NISA clubs deserve people who care. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what listening to the Patreon episode on Thursday had me the most sad because it's really not the league you all are covering as much as it is the players, and the players deserve a voice. Like, it's not their fault yeah. the league is shit. It's still a part of professional soccer. So, so here with this Gold Star thing, this is my take on the Gold Star, gold star situation. For those of you who don't, don't follow it closely if you're listening to this and happen to not know gold star lost its biggest funding line. And I, I feel like that's not even the league's fault at that point. Yes. You can do all of the background checks and vetting you want, but if somebody just fucks a club over and backs out, yeah, but didn't this man like, sign some legal documents with Nisa? <laughs> you, I mean, you would hope, but internally within that club, like you, you would hope all that happens. Yeah, no shit. That like we 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 would hope all that documentation happens. But we also don't know the inside of that. Like maybe that dude is feast facing legal ramifications for backing out on that. Maybe it's cheaper to deal with the legal issue than it is to fund a club. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe he backed out because the stadium wasn't on on time to be opened. Like shit. Like who knows what the fuck's happening inside of there, man? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It it's wild. Like the Pope is not saving their asses. Yeah, God is not here for them. The Pope definitely is not. Just like I say to my students all the time, every day we get further from God. Maybe they should. Have that's what Gold Star's doing. We should have an altar boy night. Altar boys in free. Oh, <laughs> Catholic Catholic Church Pride night. <laughs> feature well, speaker, dude. feature speakers, Mike Lindell and Ron DeSantis. So there's, uh, yeah, a, a fundraiser for Our Lady of Perpetual Apologies football team. Oh, dude, what a great club ethos! Our Lady of Perpetual lawsuits and apologies. Okay, so let's a huge shift to the correct side of the world. Um, we are coming up on June, which is Pride Month, and that means another season of Pride Razor. Um, so, Pride Razor for the Maryland Bobcats, you're going to see it pop up um, on the OBB Twitter account, Discord, any of our channels. Um, if you have the means to donate to our pride raiser please do um the money's going to be going to smile dc um smile dc is a group that works uh around the clock to assist youth um in the lgbtq plus uh community and funding this whether it's a dollar five bucks last year we had somebody get 50 uh, uh, it's per goal so understand that as you're looking at the way the bobcats have been playing um, they do have a handful of games in June this year, which they didn't last year. Last year they had one game in June, so there was only one game for them to rack up goals. Um, so hopefully this year will be a big year. Um, you don't have to do your actual uh, donation until after the end of June. When the Pride Razor closes, you'll get an email. Um, so hopefully you can take some time, check that out, and and donate to this Pride Razor so we can continue to put money towards um, 
good causes around Maryland. <clears throat> and speaking of real quick, speaking of good causes coming up on this weekend's game, uh, this Saturday's game against the stars is planet aid night. Um, so planet aid is a charity based out of, Oh, Elkridge, Maryland. Um, I do have a pre-written script here to read. Um, Planet Aid and MBFC entered a partnership in collaboration and agreement from the Maryland Soccerplex to have the iconic yellow bins placed at the Soccerplex outside of Marine Hendricks Field by the turf field that are used year-round. For Saturday, May 20th, MBFC will host reigning champs Michigan Stars FC for Planet Aid night. Fans who donate a bag of lightly used clothing articles will receive a free sticker and entered and be entered into a raffle for a signed MBFC kit and scarf. I always thought it was just a scarf. I'm going to say, go out there and say that I want that signed kit because mm. I want to put it on Jake's wall behind him on that yellow wall. Just blend right into that yellow wall. So a little bit about Planet Aid. Uh, their mission is to inform, mobilize, and inspire individuals and communities to work together to bring about worldwide environmental and social progress. Planet Aid recognizes that the Earth's resources are finite and that good stewardship is essential for the well-being of current and future generations. Our used textile recycling programs and the projects we support aim to protect the environment, reduce waste, and increase the efficient use of vital resources. So this Saturday, if you come out to the Plex, help us support Planet Aid, uh, donate to a good cause, have a chance to win some cool stuff, get a sticky Stick it to things randomly. Be aggressive with your sticker usage. Um, and anytime you come to the Plex, those yellow boxes from Planet Aid will be there. Nice Sorry for bringing back the, uh, the five-year-old Abby is, is ready. She's picking out some clothes to bring that uh, she's grown out of. And I've nice. been by the Planet Aid store. It's a uh, you know a lot of lot of good good quality affordable clothing. So yeah, we real quick, Mike, before 100%. she puts stuff into the Planet Aid bin. Can I see if it'll fit me first? I've been looking for new tops. Oh, boy. I'd love to see you in a a 5T Maryland Bobcat shirt. I've got two of them. (laughs) Yes. uh, I was at Target earlier today, and Target has their Pride collection out. And their new item that's like the big thing this year is a pink crop top that in cursive across the front says, Live, Laugh, Lesbian. And I really thought about buying one because I feel like that would be a huge distraction to George Yunkai. Well, that'd be pretty great. That would be pretty great. If the whole section had little uh, pink crop tops. <laughs> little crop tops on. <laughs> okay, so let's switch up to the next thing. Uh, Jake, you and I watched in real time with Bobcast Live. Talk to me about that Flower City match. Um. You know, going back and, and reviewing it, my initial thought, obviously, I think I think we hyped each other up watching the game. It was a lot of fun watching the game with you guys. But I think going back, like, uh, especially in the second half, there was a lot of uh, sloppiness. And then in the first half, the thing, the one thing that made me nervous in the first half was a lack of ability to get away from their press. It seemed like right at the start, they pressed the crap out of us and we didn't know quite what to do. And the first goal, Darwin Espinal, uh, set piece. Second goal, set piece. So you could see there wasn't 
as much as you would as you would want from a game where you seem to dominate like that by a score line, there wasn't as much um, pressure as you would want. The two goals that we had, one was pure skill from Darwin, and then the second was sort of a lucky bounce that looked like it was going to Forca, but ended up bouncing off a Flower City player. Um, towards the end of the game, it was kind of what you were expecting to see, like what Bobcats are good at, the pressure. Uh, connecting passes, forming triangles on the field. And they, they did do that in the first half, but it seemed that first half was very, very stressful having to deal with their press. Yeah, they definitely uh, – there was some there was some spotty stuff going down. I was uh, – there were some nerve-wracking moments. Um, but, I mean, to, to, that's kind of how I, I always say to my players, like that's how the game goes. It can be spotty and – there can be moments where you're nervous, but if you're putting that ball in the back of the net, that free kick goal from Darwin to start the scoring was absolutely bonkers. Um, they threw me and you a couple of times with those shots into the side netting. We mm-hmm. thought that we thought that the goals had come earlier than than they had, but they definitely uh, game didn't start out looking good. It was yeah. it was nerve wracking early on, but. One thing we noticed, Jake, that we talked about is they pulled Diacate and Kavanaugh, their their main scoring threat and their main well not main, but one of their core defensive guys, like mm-hmm. mid second mid second half. It was really early when they pulled them. I mean, yeah. I, it just felt like it, it was very much Flower City style to pull their threats early on. I, I feel like that happened all last season where they were like, oh yeah, we need points right now, but fuck it. Let's take off the people who are going to do that scoring for us. Yeah. It was, it was some dead space. I thought the, uh, I, I watched the first half pretty in depth. And then for the second half, I missed a lot of it, but it felt like they had a lot of pressure as the home team for the first 15, 20 minutes, but the Bobcats did grow into that game and started mm-hmm. to play more with the ball, control the ball. And then obviously the Darwin Espinal free kick was, he's just a freak of nature. Like this man is hitting, he's hitting premier league level free kicks. And that's not me just waxing poetic about a Bobcats player. Like I haven't seen someone at that level hit the hit free kicks the way that that he does as consistently as he does. So it's not having a phenomenal season too. It's, it's it's not a like you're saying it's not a uh, it's not an issue of the keeper not being good enough to get it. It's he he's putting these balls where no one can get them. Top right, yeah, yeah he's, he's, he is a freak. Oh, that was like a a like you said an absolute freak free kick. Like yeah. that came and off then, his foot, and both you and I were already like going ballistic because oh, oh yeah one of those. And then the 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 second one, um, we were discussing during the during the live show and before this show started. Um, that one that he played, he wasn't trying to shoot it. It was literally a perfect pass to Forca. Forca had pushed off his guy, and it was going right to him. And then the the player got in the way of it, but yeah. and ended up scoring a goal anyways. But yeah, regardless, the the man is just amazing at dead balls, Beckham esque. Yeah, but then also too, we talked about the link-up play between him and him and Filerman, which we probably said at nauseum a, a little bit. But our left side is is so good between 
Jimmy and Darwin playing off each other. Like that's that's our method of attack right now. I will say, you know, we haven't played the ball up the right hand side through Wivel and then who's it, Villa Toro that started uh as right back on that right side. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it seems like something we have to to work up uh work on a little bit our attack on, on the right side. It seems like we're we're left heavy at the moment. But that's yeah, I mean you've got on that side of the field, what do you have uh Oh my god. You've got Filerman and you've got Darwin. Like that's a that's a yeah. stacked group of people on that side, man. Just just ridiculous. Like it's that's what I was telling I actually was talking or um I tweeted at Jimmy because he had a he had a funny tweet that I'm seeing if I can find. Oh, but, dude, that was great. Yeah, yeah. It's like some uh, nice thank God in defense behind uh, Darwin. Yeah, thank God Darwin has Darwin has somebody who supports him up that side of the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was I was telling him I was like, man, it's almost it's almost unfair. Like those two being on the same thing. I'm glad I'm glad it's our team that has it. But yeah, Filerman is ridiculous player and then combined with darwin it's just insane yeah so then uh we missed a lot of the second half tell me about the second half a little bit um kind of got back on track like i said the um you had the second two goals come um i think i think flower city started getting frustrated you could start to see the the sloppiness coming out of them the the red card was alex and i were in disbelief that that guy would act like that yeah, sitting dude. on a yellow. That was not like it was a that's so straight, stupid. Straight arm foul just shoved him in the back. Guy hits the dirt, bounces, and it's you know an instant card. And it was a second yellow. It was just a dumb foul. That was Bolduk, Bolduk, yeah. Matt Bolduk. They gotta be yeah. Flower City has to be very frustrated because they're clearly better than last year, but they're still losing every single game. Yeah. Here's the thing, like they're they are better moving than last year, getting the ball around the zone. They've got a better defensive line. They've got uh what's his name? Not Kyle Noel, what Steven Elias back there, who's supporting that defense, but they still don't have anything more than Diacate. Yeah. You can't put one person up front and say he's gonna get in that net. It's just not happening. He doesn't have the support. His his forward mids and his attacking mids are not supporting him at all. It looks like they're playing just like a high single man. And it just doesn't seem to be working for them to get through. Yes. I'm just sick of playing Flower City Union at this point. I'm ready for a uh, different opponent. I feel like I've seen Flower City Union Bobcats – 200 times at this point. Bring <laughs> on the start. Yeah, it does it does feel like a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh are there any other players stick out? I think Caleb our number 9 is probably desperate to oh, get on the score sheet. We're all I need see him on the score sheet. I went at Caleb on social media and I was like, "Dude, you got to get that at home cuz his parents come to every match, his his siblings come to every match." I want to watch them lose their shit when he hits that net. He will. That's going to be a ton of fun. I I was really uh, disappointed, but I'm I mean I guess I'm excited for the upcoming game. I was disappointed to see uh, to not see um, oh Duke on the field. I was kind of disappointed with that. I like watching Duke play on that on that pitch. 
Oh, Duke's, but, uh, Duke's, yeah. He's Mansoor looked really – I thought Mansoor looked really good. You, yeah. you don't see a lot of him. He looked really good out on the on the field. Uh, I mean, uh, Caleb has been excellent. Um, well, let's talk about Poseidon, too. He had a fantastic hit. Uh, he's, yeah. he's so good at supporting the play. He's a he's a team guy, man. There's a right reason place, he's right got time. that band on. He is a, a, a team player. I've used multiple videos of, of his plays in coaching where I'm like, look at this. Th- th- there was no reason he – there was no reason he was anywhere else on the field than right in this space. Keep your position, keep your location, and shit will happen. Because that's the reason that third goal went in. He was just there where he needed to be. Yeah. I'd be feeling pretty good at where we're at in the standings right now. I mean, three games, three wins. Yeah, we're looking. We're sitting two points shy of uh, Chattanooga. Uh, one goal difference. But Chattanooga's also played – Five games. Yeah, we, um, Chattanooga. We got two in hand. Yeah, we got two in hand here. We they had two draws and uh, three wins. I actually did um, not realize we were back to the three points per win standings. I uh, yeah. I noticed the Dan Creel. It's gonna that. take it's gonna take Gold Star collapsing before we go back to points per game. I'm glad because I I can't I did not understand points per game. I fucking hate PPG <laughs> for a win, one point for a tie. I feel like for these uh, simple-minded soccer fans, it's it's. Like- I'd rather them have a piece of cork board and put stickers on it, and post a picture of the sticker board each week. One needs than to give me a PPG, <laughs> like a like an Ohio State helmet. Give me a give me a little Nisa sticker. Again, again, I'm confused by that that crap last year. I thought points per game was like if you got if you had two games, you won and you tied. That's four points. So two points per game. It wasn't. <laughs> it was some. No. It was some wonky ass system that they made up yeah, themselves. Like weighted because everyone had different numbers of games. Oh yeah, that was the worst. They were weighting people. shit. I did not. I mean, Flower City well. Union played sixteen thousand games last year. <laughs> oh man. So, quick question for you: Is, yeah. is Gold Star going to stick around? Do you think? I think they make it out of the season. Yeah. I think they go bare bones, which here's the thing isn't a problem. Go bare bones, play at stadiums around Michigan, try to get some people in the stands, do like do events, get charities involved, try to give, try to like support local communities. Here's the thing. You've got, you've got like Lansing common in, in the Midwest premier league. You've got Detroit City, and then you've got Gold Star, and you've got Michigan Stars. There's a lot of fucking soccer in that area. So do what you can. You don't have to be the best in the fucking world. They came out with this lofty goal. They were so exciting. I was excited. You have to be – you have to be – that's what I'm saying about the whole thing is there there has to be something more than them just losing funding. Like there's no way Alex Lebanski went on so many different channels – and just lied out his ass. Yeah, I mean, he was lied. There's to too much to. There's too much to fucking lose there. He either had been lied to, or they had everything at their feet for a moment there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, financing's uh, an issue across the league, and 
maybe we're not immune to it ourselves. We we don't know. There was some I don't know what happened preseason, but doesn't matter. Yeah. We got a season, so let's talk soccer more. Let's talk about Michigan Stars coming to the Plex on Saturday. Yeah. Shitty George and the boys come to Maryland. The <laughs> mitten what did they say on the mitten comes to Maryland? Is that what the uh the Twitter post from the Bobcats said? Uh Sam said he thinks we should get mittens. <laughs> And put mittens on the end of all the flagpoles. Maybe we should put shit in mittens and put shit in mittens and throw them at at George. Don't do that. Good Lord. Run feces at anybody. You're bringing your five-year-old daughter to the soccer Uh, place and you're going to throw throw shittens at them? Good Lord. do it because then no one will arrest her. Oh, let her do it. Yeah. Yeah, Under 14 in the state of Maryland. She can do whatever the fuck she wants, bro. It's a godless nation. It's a godless nation. <laughs> We're try- I'm, I'm sitting around trying oh, to decide what I want to put on the banner for this week because I got to paint up that banner. Mm. Do I want this motherfucker paid for Twitter, which is an arrow pointing at George, and we move it wherever he sits? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should. Uh, what's that tweet about the smoke? Although we don't have smoke, so wouldn't. No, no. Well, they, uh, Aaron. One from uh, Buzzard Point Social wants to wants a banner that has the quote from George from one of his burner accounts because he referred to Aaron as Twitter's number one prostitute, <laughs> <laughs> which is just incredible. I mean, if you're going to be the best at something, yeah, be the best. At yeah, be the best. How do you how are you number one prostitute? Price and service combined. <laughs> Little bit of both, baby. <laughs> All right. Your Yelp reviews are top notch. So, what are the stars at in the table? Have they lost a game yet? They are un- they're unbeaten. Uh, I think it's one, two, and zero. Oh. One win, two draws. Unbeaten in Nisa, lost to uh, Indy Eleven in the Open Cup. Yeah, I mean, did they get did they get stomped the by Indy Eleven? Didn't they get like absolutely fucking uh, three to one. Yeah, it was close-ish. There was the uh, the Graham Potter of of USL Championship coaches at Indy Eleven. Uh, Locomotives former head coach Mark Lowry mm. ran off because he thought that would be a better jumping point to MLS, and now he's screwed. And we have the Roberto Deserbi of USL championship now. I have no idea uh, what the fuck you're talking about, but Ryan Clowhart. (laughs) I ain't got no idea what you're talking about. Some Brighton references sprinkled in there too. Yeah. Yeah, What about, uh, what about fuck the stars except Stewart? I can't, I can't get a solid bead. Do people hate Stu? Do people love Stu? Do hate people? Do people hate Stu because he's part of the stars? I like Stu. I think Stu's a good guy. I think so, too. I feel bad because sometimes we go at Stu and he thinks that we're going at his business ventures outside of the stars. Um, I have no interest in bothering your business ventures, baby. What are they? I just – I we yep. hate you for 90 minutes. Just like I said to those the boys up at uh, Flower City. We hate you for 90 minutes and then when the game's over, you're just another fucking soccer fan. And yes. we're all in the shit. We're all in the shit together, baby. We're Bobcats fans, but we're also Nisa Solvency fans. Ride, ride the lightning, embrace the chaos. <laughs> right. And as uh, as 
Alex Sutton said last week, we ain't got much, but fuck it, let's vibe. Hmm. So what do they have to do different from the Flower City game uh, in the Stars game there, Jake? Or Alex, if you're ready. I saw you. Uh, they need to lock that shit down in the, in the defensive midfield. Yeah. They were letting well, shit get way too loose in that defensive midfield. They they held Chattanooga to zero goals last game in a zero zero tie, so they're probably going to be pain in the ass pressing team. I, I think I think Maryland, like obviously we're biased, right? We're biased, but from what I've seen, Maryland looks like it's at another another level than what it was this time last year. Like Cal has these dudes believing and. I, I got them winning the game. I noticed also that uh, Hunter, uh, no, who is it? Robert Yunkai started. Is he the is he the unloved son? Yeah, he is, baby. <laughs> He's Little the one Robbie they hate. Yunkai. Stevie got shipped an opportunity, and uh, now little Robbie, little Robbie's there. That's another good Tifo, little Robbie Yunkai. Daddy's yeah, gotten child. <laughs> Uh-huh. That one's good. Did you see that slide tackle, Dad? I love you. <laughs> Daddy, you proud of me. on Twitter. You'll never be Steven. <laughs> oh, what a good banner that could be. You'll never be Steven. <laughs> no, you should just do no, that's uh, what Christian's going to yell through. That's, that's, what's gonna, that's what Christian's going to yell through the uh, bullhorn all game. You'll never be oh. your brother. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to keep my children far away from the old day brigade on Saturday. I think it could get ugly with the stars. Yeah. Other than, Oh, um, other than Frank, cause Frank has nothing to live for sometimes. Speaking, speaking of uh, one thing we didn't cover with the last game. Did we ever hear anything from the club about what happened with that, that water bottle incident? Oh no, we didn't. Yeah. No. What water? Bottle? Let me, uh, no. there, there was the a second point. Half, like, Somebody sprayed one of our players sprayed a water bottle straight back, and then it looked like some things were getting tossed on the field. Oh. And there was there was a point where it looked like one of our guys turned around and threw something into the crowd. Wow! Yeah. And like I feel like there would have been more discussion of that moment if it had been something bad. Like if something had really popped off, and like. There was like violence going on down there. I feel like that would have been something people were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's my doggy. What's up, pup? Where Where is Steven Yunkai? Uh oh, Jesus. Let me find out. Did his dad buy another team? No, he's somewhere in he's somewhere in another fucking place. Let's see. I can never remember. While you guys are looking, I'm gonna talk dogs real quick because this fucker that I'm, is in my screen right now ate my entire dinner. She ate all the hamburgers in our house. What is <laughs> what it, what breed is this animal? Oh, he's a Gorica. Yeah. Gorica in Slovenia. Slovenia. But I also wanted to shout out Dan Creel's dog. Have you seen that video? Of oh, dude! Car crashing into Dan Creel's Crazy. dog. Crazy. Did you hear about that shit, uh, Jake? <laughs> what happened? Somebody, a woman. I don't know what happened to her. She hopes she's Old okay. Woman. She drove her car like thirty yards into the doggy daycare in Bethesda, 
and Dan Creel's dog got loose from the doggy daycare Serena and they had to hunt they had to hunt for her and found her on a golf course like three miles away from their house. But this is news too. Like I've seen it in news several places, this car crashing into the dog daycare facility. I'm like, I know the guy's dog that got loose. (laughs) (laughs) So Stevie Yunkai was a free transfer to Gorica. Mm -hmm. I thought that didn't go through because he his dad didn't invest in the team. Um, I'm not seeing anything that says that they're not. I mean, let's see if they're playing currently because I don't see anything about I don't see anything about fixtures for them. I thought I saw that they qualified for Europa, but maybe I'm completely off base. Maybe we should look it up. As we are. Um. Oh, they haven't played at all. The uh, wait. Yes, they have. Oh, dude, they're getting fucking mollywopped every game. <laughs> Waffle stomped and mollywopped. Four, four, two, one, two, tied one, one, tied two, two, lost one, zero, oh, lost two, zero, oh, lost three, zero. Oh. Do you have any idea? Damn. Time. Uh, let me see if I can get anything specifically on him. Are you on FOTMOB? Or? Yeah. Or I'm on Transfer Market. Slovenia he's, looks like a nice place, though. I mean, he's yeah. the only person on their entire roster that has a name that's even remotely uh, pronounceable. The Balkans are very pretty. Dude, there's a, I mean, I'm sure they weren't fun in the 90s, but. Sure. I wonder if that area is still rough because I remember. Because Croatia's in the Balkans, too, right? And you hear all those stories about Modric's childhood. It's horrible. So he's he's played 508 minutes total what? this season. Mm-hmm. He's played in he's had nine appearances and he wow. has one assist. No goals. Ha <laughs> Bum. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, you um, he has awesome. he has one yellow card and one assist. More more yellow cards than goals with a loser. <laughs> yeah, dork. Um, so, yeah, so one assist. So he's playing left mid. Um, nothing in his first two matches, or no, sorry, nothing in his first three matches. He started. He had a bench. He was on the bench in March. Three games with no, with no scoring played up to the forty-fifth minute. Ooh, um, sub to halftime. Ooh, yuck. Uh, trying to get on the phone after that one. <laughs> Um, in the 2-0 loss against NK Rad, Rad, Rajmul, he, uh, had a sixth minute yellow card and was subbed out on the 65. (laughs) The next one, he was subbed out on the 45 again. Then he played a full 90. Then he was subbed out in the 84th after an assist. Played 71, played 59. Interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. So uh, seems like Steven's doing just okay. Steven, that's good to hear. Um, I wish him nothing but okayness for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. Although that's not true. I would love to see a Steven Yukai Europa League appearance against. That uh, would be that would be a good that would be a good chortle for everybody. Like, could you imagine NGS? Just the the chaos that would ensue if he like they end up Europa and he scores in a match. 
pulls up his shirt. It's a fuck Detroit City shirt. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> the villain, the villain arc. Jake would then turn into a big uh, Utah fan, Stephen Utah fan. Oh yeah. Well, actually, I have that. It's pertaining to my rant for this week. So lit. Yeah. So where are we at? Are we past the stars this weekend? I, the Bobcats got to win. Got to put points Absolutely. on the board. No. They got to come out firing. I want to see an early goal. Mm-hmm. I want to see hell. I I, I don't want to see a one zero game. No, I want to see the, I don't they, the Bobcats no, have to put up multiple goals, preferably in the first half if they want this game. Mm-hmm. I can't. You can't play a one zero with Michigan because they'll get seventeen fucking minutes of stoppage time and do it in the twentieth minute, like the the, mm-hmm. the game two years ago where they got the it was four minutes of stoppage and they gave them eight and they scored in the eighth minute of stoppage. That that shit will happen. We'll be sitting there watching. We'll be sitting there watching the fucking uh, the ref. Watch the ref the will ref. come up and dap yeah. up, dap up the bench again. Oh, the yeah. ref will come over, gobble on Stu's balls for ten minutes before the half. Either way, they they got to get they got to get point they got to points on the board early. Punch them in the. They got to get the crowd behind them. If they get the crowd behind them, they're good to go. On a Saturday night at the Plex, the first home game in so long, the first one on a nice summer night. Yeah, yep. you got to. Punch him in the face uh, early, then the crowd will be behind you. So hopefully they do that. Yeah. So real quick, I want to shout out some things that have been happening on, in NISA and on Twitter. Um, the So Jake and I did that live watch along with you in the first half, Mike. Um, Valiant 33 out of Rochester um, and the uh, Union 585, the Flower City supporter group, those guys are putting up some some power into that stadium right now. It wasn't packed, but it sounded like a really killer crowd on the feed. It's really nice to hear noise, to hear people screaming. Other than that kid screaming uh, to bring the stretcher on for our player. It's hurt. a clean tackle. But then again, when a player gets hurt at the soccerplex, Christian cheers, you're going home in a Maryland body bag. So I guess <laughs> turnabout is fair play. The props to them. Um, this is sincere props to them. They're doing awesome. Keep up that hard work. We're good to. It's good to see. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, cheers to. Oh Jesus Christ! Why can I not remember what their what their group is called? Uh, cheers to the coffee firm, um, because Kaylin and I found out this week that it does turn out that when you mix coffee and lemonade together, it's fucking delicious. Um, so. The Coffee Firm is a podcast based uh, based around the Lansing Common in Midwest Premier League, and uh, they're doing the Lord's work out here with coffee. Um, so, cheers to them! Uh, maybe we can get them on the pod and do some nonsense, make ja- make Jake angry because he's upset we're talking about coffee right now. No, no, you said lemonade and coffee. Yeah, it's delicious. I hate that it's delicious. You're going to burn in hell for that. I've been burning in hell, baby. I'm a middle school. (laughs) I've been burning in hell since day one. So cheers to all those groups. Absolutely. Thanks for continuing to do the Lord's work. It's good to see other other groups. Um, I recently dabbled in uh, a Nashville FC forward podcast um, by somebody I've made friends with through Twitter that is – 
the MLS Fashion Goals um, podcast, which I don't like to admit that I love it, but I love it. It's funny to list, listen to them shit on the way people dress going to, to MLS matches, especially the players. I enjoy listening to them. Is people. is that that girl on, on Twitter? Um, I can't remember her name. But if that's the girl, is it a girl who does the podcast? It's a, a woman by the name of Kate. Um, I believe her Twitter handle is the Drum Queen. She's a capo and drummer for uh, Nashville SC. You're thinking of um, the girl with the curly dark hair. It yes. always does like the. I cannot for the life of me remember what her name is. Oh my god! She went off on she went off on somebody in an epic rant one time that was fantastic because they were they were complaining about some LAFC girls that were like all fashioned out. Yeah. Well, that that's what led to this podcast. Yeah. Was was people shitting on that stuff? So oh, it's a uh, MLS snob. It's, yeah, it's her, her. She's her she is awesome. She I also like, told I like. me a couple months ago she was starting a podcast and that she wanted to interview mm-hmm. us, and then I never heard back from her. So maybe we don't have good things to say. Maybe she'll show up. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, Jake, you want your rant, or do we want to let Michael go first? Do you want to go? Yeah, Mike? go. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I'd say thank you. We've actually had. Uh, great listener numbers for the Maryland Bobcast. So I know people are interested out there. And I also want to uh, encourage you to bring your family and friends out to the game. It's such a cheap way to spend a Saturday night. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the whole project exists because people support it. So it's uh, important to do. So I'm hoping for a big crowd this Saturday. That's all I got. That that would be the game the game to to mark on your calendars too. That the 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 derbies as it is are always fun. Yeah, the Michigan. What do we call? Does this uh, have a derby name? Uh, I, we I have don't, to come up with something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do we consider this a derby? It's a, I think I, I mean, think I there are thinking, main rivals. Yeah, but yeah, when I think of a derby, people. I think of like crosstown rivals. You know what? You know what it kind of feels like is. Like I, I grew up a Maryland fan, and I remember hating JJ Redick. I hated That's him. One. I hated Duke. Hated JJ Redick. And I remember JJ to get under Maryland fans' skin would always be like, "They're not our rival. Like we don't care." Like I think Michigan Stars tries to take that, but the way they play against us, you know that they oh, do not yeah. like us. Correct. They do not have fun coming to the soccerplex. Yeah. No, it's hostile. <clears throat> it's very, very hostile. It's, it, it's hostile in the stupidest way. Like yeah, asking yeah. George how much Cole's cash he got for his Stafford suit. <laughs> All right. So, as many of you guys know, I am Detroit City's number one hater. So I just want to read some stuff out to you. After beating El Paso Locomotive 3-1 on March 18th, they played Indy 11, lost 1-0. Played Rio Grande, lost 1-0. Played Gold Star FC Detroit in the Open Cup one by one. One zero. Cool. <laughs> Lost to Louisville FC. One zero. Drew with Miami. Zero zero. Lost to Sac Republic. One zero. Lost to Minnesota in the Open Cup. Three one. Lost to Tampa Bay Rowdies. One zero. Tied with FC Tulsa. One one. Lost to Tampa Bay Rowdies this past weekend. Five two one. Are you guys still talking? 
<laughs> Will you ever stop talking? Maybe the smoke's not helping. But the main thing I wanted to say is you fucking deserve it, you dorks. <laughs> I don't even I don't even dislike NGS anymore because I've met enough really nice people through that group. I just yeah. really like watching them like all like Hey, we're moving up. We're moving up, and then them just getting like fucking hammered. It's like that scene in The Simpsons where they're like, "Stop! They're already dead." They they did not score a goal until they played. I think they scored one goal in the month of April. Two goals in the month of April, and they played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches. Not good. Not good at all. You guys get relegated back to Nisa. Yeah, do it. Then they can fuck, they can dominate and start bragging again. Come back down to Nisa. That would be that would be the funniest shit ever, man. They'd be playing hard to avoid that relegation zone. They'd be relegated to Nisa from that, dude. Uh, my favorite thing I've seen Jake on there was somebody, a guy that I have a lot of respect for, posted uh, a picture of their new white and like mint patina kits and he was like if they don't turn it around we're just gonna have to throw all these fuckers in the fire (laughs) (laughs) they're they're gonna be they're gonna be in y'all's neck of the woods on uh october 7th they play loud and okay i'm not driving around there i might i might go check it check it out i need to go to a loud game if if Jake if Jake was going to Loudon, I would go up to Loudon to go. Or uh, if Mike was going up to Loudon, I'd go up to Loudon with Mike. Nice. God damn it, that's a haul. If you want to set that up, Mike, I'm down. Okay. I I had another thing that I wanted to do, but Kalen wasn't on the show with us since he's like game day ops guy. I was I had a epiphany or whatever, like lower league to lower league. I mean, obviously different sports, but. They should absolutely do like a Bethesda big train night at a Bobcats game and a Bobcats night at the Bethesda big train. Put that in that put that in that group chat, baby. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's beautiful stuff, man. Yeah. Well, from uh, from all of us here at the the desk of the Bobcats, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. Godspeed, everybody. Later.